and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colomendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us EPE. Today's episode, episode 143, we're going to be getting into the NBA season preview, hence why I'm decked out in all Bulls gear and, and Nick has a shirt on because he doesn't have a team. <laughs> we'll get into the pop culture pick em. Top five worst things ever. Just if they suck, they could be on this list. And then, uh, and that's going to wrap that show. So let's check in with Nick. How are you doing this evening? So I have a PSA for everybody out there, right? If you sign up to do an endurance event, whether it be Ragnarok, Tough Mudder, Spartan Race, there are only one of two ways to get over the obstacles. You can either get over it with the help of your group and your friends, or you can go around it when you can't get over it. I only say that because I have missed the last three days of workouts and standing up straight because some teenagers couldn't get over an eight-foot wall. Teenagers, plural. And I had to throw my back out to try to help them get over it when I was on top of the wall. Took multiple tries, by the way. Let's correct that. You didn't have to. I didn't have to, but I felt bad. Why? They're younger than you. You should have laughed at them. I like guess. they're significantly younger than you. Significantly. Probably half my age. Yeah. Probably half yeah. my age. And so I'm not that old, by the way. Yeah, exactly, bro. You should have laughed at him. Like, what are you looking at like that for, Eric? I'm going to get a little old. Eric, your insides are 75 years old. Watch I mean, out I, before you talk to me. I didn't tear my meniscus getting out of the shower. Yeah, but you. Tore no, but you quit because you were too hungover. Very true. And yet I still don't have a jersey. You haven't told me what you want? <laughs> I can't buy if I don't know what it is that you want, my guy. You, you bought oh, him a jersey God. before without knowing what he wanted. I'm not Houdini, bro. <laughs> seems like seems, seems like you bought me a jersey before without knowing what I wanted. All right, I'll get you a classic Red Wings jersey. Hey, we need to get we need to get a pop culture pick of uh, top five magicians after this Houdini shenanigan. David Copperfield, <laughs> number one. <laughs> Blaine Copperfield Houdini. I'm out of musician. Blaine is not a musician. Uh, musician. Jesus. I've, I've been you both, you both said that. You both said musician. He's not a math magician. <laughs> Eric, how are you doing, by the way, now that we've shifted all the attention to you? I'm I'm great, man. It's Philly 6-0. I got a new chair, a new desk. Work is good. Life is oh, good, man. Oh, Philly, Philly is six and zero. Oh. You yes, can understand sir. how I'm a little confused when you said Phillies. Oh my bad. Philadelphia yes. Eagles are six right. and zero. Oh. Okay, thank you. It's a yeah, beautiful. Put, it's a beautiful he, time he put, to be alive. He put an apostrophe s after Philly, like <laughs> yeah. Phillies. Phillies. Yeah, I got it now. Yeah. Yeah, and it broke but, your brain because they hadn't even started the I division mean, series. That's true. But if you just look at the last like ten days in Philadelphia sports. Flyers are three and zero. Phillies are advancing in the playoffs. Eagles are undefeated. Sixers have a good outlook. What a time to be alive, man! Man, this is a whole new Eric. Seventy Sixers are down eleven currently. Hurts, don't it? Hey, 
<laughs> you can't come not... back if you don't build a deficit. Bro. Oh there my was... god, this is a new this is an unprecedented era of Eric. There was levels to that Philadelphia slander I just hit Eric with. That's fine. Just levels to just bodying all your teams. That's what's gonna happen because I'm definitely not gonna win any championships soon. Shout out Andy Dalton, quarterback of the future. <laughs> I think so. Hey, yeah. just just keep losing so we can we can trade our our pick away and just pick in the top five for you guys. Yeah, who are you gonna trade your pick away for? Christian McCaffrey? Hope so. Or or maybe like a, a nice D end who likes to rough up quarterbacks. Is there someone in mind, or are you just saying? Yeah, you're just naming like positions you want. I mean, a a field general, middle linebacker. (laughs) You know, if if a quarterback that commands the field can throw accurate, short, but law, but arm enough to throw deep. I'm just saying, if the Carolina lockdown cornerback are in full cell mode, we'll take what's his name? Edge rusher. What's his name? Burns. What's his name? Burns. Yeah, you got it. Burns. Yeah. What, now, now, what's his going? There name? might there might be somebody whose name is what's his name Burns, based on how names are going. <laughs> dude, oh my goodness! <laughs> oh. oh, dude. All right. So, what's his first name, Eric? Look at him Gilbert. searching the internet. No, Gilbert is a UFC fighter. <laughs> I have no idea. It's Brian Burns. Brian Burns. We'll take him. What Carolina know. trading off everybody? Yeah, might as yeah. well send Christian so our way too. Who, who is Carolina trading off? Well, they already traded Robbie Anderson, but he's a bum anyway. That's not a loss. That's addition by subtraction. Uh, CMC is going to be gone, but I I think that we knew that CMC was going to be gone for about a year and a half now, right? Yeah, you guys were never signing him again. No. Um, I don't know why. Like, like, why are we trusting Steve Wilkes to this team? Like, what? Like, Steve Wilkes is not a good coach. Steve Wilkes. (laughs) Steve. Steve Wilkes is gone. Bro, just take the win with Matt Rule and suffer through the rest of the season with your interim head coach. No. That's it. Like, that's it. <laughs> you don't move to the interim. You already got the dub. Nick, <laughs> what do you want for head coach? Who, Dude, who I are you like two I, candidates? I haven't even begun. begun College or NFL? No, Mike NFL. Tomlin. It's got It's got to be NFL. Mike Tomlin. I don't even think Mike Tomlin's on. I don't even want to entertain that thought in my head. Because every time Carolina has gotten a new quarterback or a new coach, they've like they've like stormed back to prominence in the NFL. Um, Mike Tomlin. I don't want the enemy. Uh, I mean, who's who's like a young hot coordinator? That's what you want. You want a young hot OC? I'll take Lovey Smith, <laughs> Steichen or Gannon. Yeah, maybe. Gannon I, is. I don't really have anybody that I want, though. That's the problem right now. I, I don't really have any. I haven't done enough research into like the coaching market and the hot assistants. I just know I don't want the enemy. Is Bill Cower still available as a coach? Bro, I actually had that same name pop in my brain. That's so funny. I have one for you. What about Dan Quinn? Ooh. Those defenses are rock solid uh, back in the day, man. Yeah, I mean the pro- the problem is I well, we I would rather I would rather pick. I would rather have an offensive minded head coach who can hire a good D coordinator than a defensive minded coach. Yeah. Because I already know Carolina's defense is really good. I got a name for you. 
Okay. Does he want an offensive coach? Lombardi. From the Chargers. Previously go, from got, the Saints. You're going to go take the Saints guy, bro? Might as well. I mean, I mean, it's happened to us well enough. No, fuck off. Uh, yeah, I don't we know, man. No, we did no such thing. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I had to grab a nooner that's upside down. We're, no, we're not sponsored. No free advertising. <laughs> no you, free had grab a, you had to grab a refreshing seltzer. These are <laughs> these are real, real nasty, actually. These these things, they're, but they're, they're giving to me for free. Seriously, I got like I got like thirty three percent off these things. Like that's how not good they are. Ooh, I, I just stick to water. It's good for you. Oh yeah. Get bent, Captain get, Waffles. Get fucked. Yeah, hey. Eric has Eric has eaten a factory's worth of waffles over the last three days. I think. Eric oh. Eric tried to defend Jermaine, saying he ate only waffles today. By saying his last meal was chicken and waffles. No, 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 no. True or not, I was, Eric? I've been eating a lot of waffles. I had waffles today, and then a few days ago, I had chicken and waffles. What are your thoughts on belly? What's the best type of waffle, Eric? The one that goes in my belly. Okay. That's, <laughs> of course. Um, Honestly, Belgian, maybe? Just because they're all big and shit. Yo, Egos smack. Egos Wa- are waffle fries. What's uh, pop culture pick them? Uh, uh, by the way, for for our last uh, for our last couple uh, pop culture pickums, executive producer Nevada submitted a couple of good chips: a uh, Chip Kelly and Chips Ahoy. Let's go. We're <laughs> uh, a couple of we're some more did, chips. Did did anybody say chip off the old block? I did, yes. Yeah, okay. Did. We got them all in. Yeah. You trust us. We were all <laughs> yeah. over it, bro. Yeah. A we good a, a good chip and a putt. We, oh, that's a good one. We had a we had a secret side chat while we were recording. We were texting each other trying to come up with ideas, bro. We were, yeah. Bumps. Um, just kidding. We didn't do that. Speaking of pop culture pick'em, that's what we have on today's docket. Top five worth worst things. Eric's kicking us off. I've got the middle pick, and Nick will cap off each round. So let's get started. Are you ready to? All right. right. Number one, Jermaine yelling in my ear. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I would say for me, number one, this used to happen when I didn't have money. Now I have money, so it doesn't happen anymore. But uh, getting declined. Oh, getting fucking declined. That's a solid one. Getting Dude. declined. I, I would also say getting declined when you know you have money in one of your two accounts. Yeah. And you have to sit there and transfer money. It's just it's just the it's just the absolute worst. Cause like you know you have it, you don't understand why it's happening. And then everybody's looking at you like this fuckboy is gonna fuck up the rest of my day because we're gonna be standing in line for two hours for him to pay. And nobody believes you when you're like, I got it, don't worry. Nobody believes you when you're like how am I running out of money? Uh, there was money in there this morning. So now to combat that, because I'm a firm believer of what you put out into the world comes back to you. So to combat if that ever situation ever happens to me again, anybody in front of me who gets their car declined, I immediately offer to pay. I'm just like, look, let me take care of this for you, dude. Keep it pushing. We all got the rest of our day to get to. Hopefully, if I'm ever in this situation, 
a nice young fellow would be there to take care of me. That would piss me the fuck off. I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. I can pay for my own shit, dog. It's just checking and saving. You're also irrational. You got Matt Rule fired. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. I have what's called credit cards now. That stuff never expires. Hey, those aren't mutually exclusive. Those could be hand in hand, bro. Nah, I'm not listening. That's true. That's true. I don't have any actual money. I just pay for everything in credit. Hey, that's what rich people do. Hell yeah. Who's, who's all right? The next so pick? Eric, Eric took Eric. getting declined. I'm gonna take Bratwurst. Oh, it's top five worst things. Oh, dude, we're doing this in the world. There's not enough alcohol or weed in the world to deal with this right now. Let's just let's just not do that today. Oh, I'm so psyched for that. <laughs> That is the worst thing, though, Eric. I don't get paid nearly enough to deal with this. <laughs> you, don't get pay- you don't get paid at all. It's a volunteer position. Quit if you want. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, dude. When I heard the topic, I instantly thought oh. Bratwurst, like, pre-show. It's been it's been locked in for oh two my hours. God. That is- and the worst part is this water's got me feeling a little funny. So, like... When you said it, I started typing, and then it registered, and I was like, "This." That's dude. so like, hilarious, oh, dude! Man. That you made Eric type it out before he got before he got it. All right, what's your pick, man? All Come right, on. so my my pick is people who dislike something and then spend all their energy telling the world how much they dislike it. Right. So this specifically goes out to people like on the internet who will sit there and write just essays worth of how they didn't like this show or whatever and then fucking and then but they just spent all that time talking about it and good press is bad press you know what i mean i'm just i hate that shit so that's on my list so i think all of us grew up in the south my first one is a summer rainstorm that lasts just long enough for you to get wet but not long enough to knock the humidity out of the air. So now you got to be wet and deal with like 85, 85. Yeah. Still muggy as ooh. And you got to be outside for some reason. Like you're walking somewhere or, or your grandpa is making you repave a road for a good sum of money. Is that exploitation? Is that child labor? No, I don't. Think. So it's the only reason you <laughs> no, have. No, because I don't. Because I don't think child labor applies to farms, right? Farms and like and like personal households. It was in front of his. Uh, I mean, this I don't. It didn't actually happen in the rain. I just felt like throwing this out there for some reason. But it was actually in front of these storage units they owned, and he was just like, they, "The city hasn't come and fixed it." So he loaded up all the stuff into the truck van and said, "You guys got it." So me, my older brother, and my little brother, we paved these roads. And you know what? Everyone would be like, well, that's so messed up. No, it's not. It was awesome. We had a blast until about the end when it was just too hot. <laughs> and then and then af- afterwards, you successfully paved that road. Right. right. So you, you're, how are your balls not full after that? You know? Right. All right. So let's get it. Let's get it to uh, Nick's next pick. This my second pick is going to be wanting a bag of chips opening it and realizing that it's about a third chips and two thirds air. Well, that's so that's always right. 
So always, <laughs> always the amount of chips I get in a bag is never sufficient. I'm just going to put a bag of chips. <laughs> yes. uh, one bag of chips, yes. The worst thing ever, a bag of chips. <laughs> what he described is 100% correct, but like it's, but that's all chips. It's a bag of chips. Uh, well, I don't know. Fritos has pretty good volume. <laughs> all but Fritos. Eric, can you tell us why? There's air in the bags, isn't it for like shipping? I don't know. How? I mean, I can Google it. I don't know. Oh that's my exactly. god! You're air. the executive producer. Oh. Yes, brother. That's... <laughs> I the didn't absolute, expect you to the absolute, know. the absolute audacity for Eric to look in the camera and go and get annoyed. Who <laughs> fuck should I know? <laughs> I didn't. What do I look like, Frito Lay? So the next time you open a bag of potato chips and discover that the chips only fill about half of the package, you'll know that it's not just a marketing ploy to increase sales and that extra airspace in the package is there to protect the chips from being damaged during handling. Yeah, but is this person sponsored by Frito-Lays? Is that why you wrote the article? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to get that. Oh, oh, God. (laughs) Eric was about to start Googling. The fact that he was ready to do it though is outrageous. Best executive producer, best unpaid executive producer ever, bro. So uh, mine is cleaning something, and then immediately having to use it and instantly dirtying it. Like that apply? Does that apply to like beds? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, especially beds, bro. So when I bought my house in Virginia Beach, bro. I was living by myself for a, for a good portion of it, and I had two Tempur-Pedic mattresses at the time. And uh, one Humble of them, what? Yeah, dude, they were both free. <laughs> that's why I love saying it. Uh, one of them, one of them was designated the smash room, and I was just like, "Yo, this room needs a sign." And instead of like going and buying a dope sign, your boy pulled out an eight by eleven sheet of paper, wrote the smash room landscape on it, and taped that bitch to the door. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Should have just put a picture of the Hulk. Oh, dude, I love that room, dude. And the best part was is like until someone moved into that room, the only thing in there was a floating bed. The bed was in the <laughs> middle of the room and it didn't touch any of the walls, bro. <laughs> you still have this house, correct? I sold it before. Oh, you sold it, okay. Dude. Oh, dude. The audacity of that is just outrageous, man. Oh, it's just outrageous. Uh, anyways, Eric, let's get to your next two picks. All right. With uh, my second pick, I'm going to have to go with being in a situation where you have to trust a fart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, you that's know. so funny. That's so funny. I don't ever trust him. So, like, that's not happening. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. Though. Quick you story gotta... for you. Quick story for you. So, one time I was on a first date with a chick. <laughs> and, uh. And uh, we're sitting in the booth, and she had to. I had to fart the whole time. Like from the minute I walked into that bitch, I was like, "Oh." Why did so she go to the restroom? Because you know we had just walked to the table. We just I was about to go to the restroom, but then she cut me. She was like, "I'm gonna go to the restroom first, and up real quick." I was like, all right. I'll stay here and just you know try to squeak one out at the table. Why didn't you rip it? Oh, that's what the story is coming. From. Yeah. Okay. So I trusted this fart, right? Oh. And then Julia Caesar backstabbed the fuck out of me. <laughs> all right. So I shit my pants. On a first date with a chick. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was it's a fucking, you know, 
it is what it is. I saw this going at all, bro. Did you? Hey, who are you? I sat through that date, bro. I sat through that. Uh, Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You did dog. Big time players. I didn't get laid. Players, and the- big time players play through shitty conditions. All right, <laughs> that's how the greats are made, dog. <laughs> Shout out Christian McCaffrey, bro. Oh boy, this podcast <laughs> is gonna get away from us real quick. Oh, all dude, right. we got so much to cover too. That's that's so funny. Uh, and then with my third pick, um, uh, being like a situation where you have to talk to people but you don't know anybody, like <laughs> you go to like your girl's family's house and people are just talking to you and you're just like i'm a piece of shit like i'm a heathen and you guys all seem very lovely like that's stupid just trying to connect with people no i think that's there that means there's no interesting people there yeah you know what i mean like when you could tell like i'm not one of them right yeah yeah i got you so it's on me right correct sir i'm wildly unprepared for this i don't like really have a lot of but like an unexpected bill. <laughs> that one's really good. You know what I mean? Like, or a bill like you forgot about, like a tote like a toll road. Yeah, some dumb shit like that. And it's spiraled and now it's like a three hundred dollar charge for something that was so dumb. But like so I was out for a run. I think this was early I think it might oh no, it was early last year. So like february january february sometime and i'm like running we're just having a good old time it was a good fucking run i'm about to be home get that glass of water you know just parch that thirst and then i get a phone call while running and i'm like i don't i don't know this number so i pick it up and it's like hey sorry to call you but this is and it's my dentist office they had fired their old manager right who was shorting the actual dentist he was like they were charging like less money to the patients oh yeah and so they called me and they were like hey it looks to us like you haven't paid xyz and i was just bro i looks like you guys looks like you guys uh hired the wrong person yeah and i was just like how dare you you call me because you're you guys messed up two years after i got the work done you know what i mean like two years later and I, I was just like, what is going I was just like, every time I went in, I paid my amount as, as I was there. Like, I went five different times. You guys got to figure that out. It's like, call the insurance. You got to figure that out. So apparently, right. they, they called me trying to collect the money. And the money they failed to collect was submitting my work to my insurance company. trust me bro it ruined my march like that's how like that's yeah, how that's, mad i was that's this, bad that situation bro i had just and i had just dropped money on like fresh prescription sunglasses and glasses so i was like i was like nothing big <laughs> and right. they, they hit me up for three grand i was just like you're out of your mind i'm not paying that dude All right let's keep it pushing though so one of the worst things for me is when your team is down big and they make it a close game only to lose in the end. <laughs> like the comeback just to lose. 
I was going to do something that tied into how the Saints always lose in miraculous fashion. Right. So I'll just add that in there with yours. I was, it was in my head. I was just like, how do I want to phrase this? Like, like here, I'll give a prime example. 2004 Super Bowl. The Carolina <laughs> Panthers charge back to tie up the Patriots 29-29 just to lose on a field goal to Adam Benateri, 32-29. <laughs> And I can just give you, I can just give you example after example, mainly coming from the Carolina Panthers. Well, here's a good example: the Colorado Rockies win 23 out of the last 25 games oh, to to make the World Series. Wait 10 days and then get swept in the World Series. Kind of stuff like that. Um. Well, let's Bro, see. My they dominated to get to the World Series, but they had to wait so long. Ten. Oh, there's fucking days and it's an ice cold baseball team after 10 days bro oh there's there's a rant coming by the way for for people that for people in the baseball playoffs um my fourth one oh i just had it my oh my fourth one is you get a plate of food and you're eating the plate of food and it tastes really good and then just something happens with that last bite either you waited too long and it's cold or like the spice, or it was like too like salty or something. But that last bite to end the meal, you eat it and you're like, oh, and it just ruins the entire meal, which was 95% delicious. <laughs> and that last bite, you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> That's plate of food. I hate. I hate when people waste my time. Ooh. That's going to be my next pick. I hate like we've it's scheduled. We we have confirmed multiple times, right? Like there's and then all of a sudden they're like you're sitting there with your dick in your hand. 30, 45 an hour goes. Nobody says anything. You're like, "What the what is going on?" I could have used that hour doing fucking off doing something else. <laughs> like if you weren't gonna be late, just say it. Or if you're gonna, whatever. But when people waste my time, I'm just like, what is happening? What is happening? I, I feel that. A, I think that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, with my next pick, uh, you don't have to do it often, depending on what state you live in. But the fucking DMV. It's the worst place in America. Going to the DMV for any reason, for any reason, is the absolute worst. I've never had a horrible time at a DMV. Ever. Like, really? Nev never waited long, never had an issue. I always walk in with all my stuff. Like, it's real, real easy to not have an issue at the DMV. Yeah, I, if I'm being perfectly honest, I've heard such horror stories at the DMV that I, like, triple and quadruple check that i have everything i need and i every every thing has been like like smooth sailing for me yeah bro even when i was a kid like when there was no internet to reaffirm that the dmv is terrible everywhere no it's like as a kid i went to go get my learner's permit i went to go take the exam i went to go get my license like all in the span of that happens in 18 months probably I never had an issue. Hmm. I just, man, I'm, I'm just impatient. You usually get there and there's usually a long line. <laughs> I just, it's a, it's a not pleasant experience. And like, I always live like, Time so this is, there. this is my mistake though. Like, so I always lived in nice neighborhoods. Like I lived in Scottsdale, but 
the DMV was always in Mesa, which is, you know, whatever. It's not a good place. So you go and you're just surrounded by just filth and just ugh, whatever. The DMV fucking sucks, dude. Can um, you judge any people more? <laughs> just call what? them filth. <laughs> I, the place was filthy. Not some dude's there inside. to get his. Some, there's some dudes there to get his like legally mandated license renewed, and Eric's like, oh, <laughs> trash. Some there, some dudes there to cancel like the registration of his son's dead car. Right, and all of a sudden he's a piece of shit, bro. Why, <sighs> why you gotta take it to the extreme? Though? Like some dudes there on. because he's getting divorced. He's got to change. There's some wife's there because she's getting divorced. Got to change her name. Eric's like, oh, we live in 2022. <laughs> Everything should be done Phil. online. Filth. Filth. I shouldn't have to go to a building to get my passport. Bro, if everything was done online, you would never go outside, and it's right. terrifying. Exactly. Anyway, uh, with my final pick, the sentence... <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. The sentence, we can't have sex until you meet my son. It's the absolute worst. When she's got how a many, kid... When she's how, got a kid... How many times... <laughs> It's happened like three or four times. There's no way. I 100. 100%. No woman. I don't believe that you. No, she was like, we can't just have sex. Like I have responsibilities. You have to meet my kid, and I have to make sure, like you know, that I see a future here. I was like, there's no future. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get that post nut clarity. I'm a high five little junior on the way out, and we're gonna be done. We don't need to have this meet and greet just so I can see the cooter. This is a joke. He's it's not a joke. I'm not this trolling. It's not a joke. <laughs> it's not there's a joke. No way, there's no way three to four times in your life. <laughs> Why is that someone so hard has, to believe? Someone has held sex up so that you could meet their child. First of all, you haven't even met my child, Eric. And yeah, you're one of I'm my not trying to bone you. You know what I mean? No, I, Eric, that's like that's how little I trust you. That, look, that's because <laughs> Eric will say any and everything to get a girl to sleep with him. That's what it has to be. So he's promised them the world like they're goddamn Jasmine in the Aladdin. And so that's why he's got to meet the kid, bro. He probably told him, I can't wait to marry you. <laughs> he went, oh, he yeah, was, that's true. He was spitting that's the game. True. So, that's true. Devious dog Eric will say a yeah, lot of things. Dude, he'll that's say true what it takes so eric can have that one my my pick next right eric yeah i'd like to nominate eric for my pick ha oh that's a good you, one you you chat my ass all right i'm gonna type it in we're gonna keep it pushing no i'm i'm not kidding this is my answer you you just <laughs> the bane of my existence is you eric i appreciate that you know it's nice to know that i live with somebody who feels like that about me <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. As long as you don't ask me to meet your kids. Look, dude. As long as you got the rent money, we straight. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got to be friends. Nick is really thinking about this last one, so I'm trying to All right, the, the worst. So my final pick for the worst is when you know, because it's already been announced that a movie has like a sequel or another movie after it. And they just leave you at the end of that movie. Oh, because they, they didn't do the next part is what you're saying? No, because they just don't care. They're like, we're going to leave you on this cliffhanger. And then you got to wait. It is movie, TV show. They'll just leave you on the cliffhanger because they go, we know we have another season. And screw you guys because we know you're going to pay money to come back and watch the second one. I mean, but that's that's just good business, isn't it? 
No. Yes. Wrap it up they, at least. Wrap it up. Part one. Wrap it they up. They have to guarantee you watch the next season or else they go they get fired. <laughs> I, I get what Nick's saying though, because if you watch that new Dune. Oh, that was exactly what I was thinking in my head, Eric. <laughs> like the movie sucked for like Nothing 87 happened. minutes, and then right when shit's about to pop off, credits. Oh, Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> Big fuck you. Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah. True. Blade Runner 2049 at least like wrapped up. Like I'm thinking Lord of the Rings, The I Fellowship know. of the Ring. I was going to say The Hobbit, all the, the, ho- new, the new Hobbits. If you don't watch them in succession, you would be pissed. Yeah, I, w- I was so – the first Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring where they're like, we'll just have to see, Mr. Frodo. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And then, and then fucking – and then he fucking pans and it's just scenery. It's just gorgeous right. scenery. It's just Peter Jackson beating off the nature. And <laughs> yeah. that's how he ends the goddamn movie, bro. Fuck you, Peter Jackson. Fuck no, you. No, dude, don't you take that back. That man has made three – God damn but He classics, didn't make bro. a live action Halo. And we had to deal with the absolute garbage that Paramount gave us. Bro, it was so It was so bad. I haven't even watched it and in my head it's the worst thing I've ever seen. You <laughs> like, anybody looking to get a synopsis of the Halo Paramount series, look up Halo Paramount Plus fight scenes. It'll be about 20 minutes and it's the only thing you need to watch. And and you know what? You're going to get a little stiffy and you can even touch your little stiffy and get off to that. But I swear to God, do not watch any more of the show. Wait, that's the only fight scene in the show? No, no, there's one more. There's one more that's actually really badass, but it comes later in the show. And as soon as he like, as soon as he takes his helmet off in that fight scene, you should stop watching it. But the very first episode intro fight scene that you guys talked about, that's the best fight scene in all of the show. Oh my god, dude! That's one of the greatest pieces of television I've ever watched. That twenty minutes of right. just of just like what the f- I have no clue what's happening. Well, I think you I guys said no- it exactly correct. I think you guys said it exactly correct when it was you they like you watch that and then they show like the intro screen. You're like, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the show is just now started. <laughs> it has not started yet, dude. Right. They could have done so much more with that show, and they, they oh blew it. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, what sucks is, like, they just have these the same people in their circles riding this. You have the internet. You literally have the fans. The books. Your, There's books. At, at your beck and call. You can go get someone who has the most knowledge of Halo or whatever, and... You, you can have them write you a script. That's the reason why everyone loves Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni is fan first. Remind the people who Dave Filoni is, by the way. Dave Filoni is the, the dude who every good piece of Star Wars that's come out since Disney has bought, you know, Lucasfilm has been, res- Dave Filoni has been responsible. Because well, he listens to what people want and then writes it. What did you... Jermaine, I'm Paramount Studios. Hey, JC, what would you like to see in a Halo series? Live action Halo series. The Master Chief fight aliens. Give me a couple of cool backdrops <laughs> and just show him absolutely doming aliens, right? You know, you know what would be dope? You know, you got to make Cortana look dope whenever she pops up. That little right. digital sphere they have. Right. You got to... 
what's that dude who you discover before you get the flood? The little floating robot who talks to you. Why? Am oh, I his name? uh, nine three nine, right? Like, I think that I think I think like that but like bad. the librarian. Yeah, the li- yeah in the librarian mission where you beat the flood and you right. you freak out, what, dude. So the be- the thing about Halo is you can almost make the first part like a horror. Oh, three four three guilty spark. Oh, that makes sense because it's three four three industries. I probably should have known that. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean. Like you get you get that, and then you get like. You don't even really need that much of a story to make Halo fucking tight, bro. No, you don't. Like, and you really you just need shoot, you, you. You could shoot it almost horror style because of the way the flood presents itself. So imagine, like, mass. You shoot the first part, and you could do dual directors for one movie, right? You shoot the first part of the Master Chief's find the Covenant, and they're trying to prevent him from releasing the flood, right? That's the story you're telling. And that's how you end it. You end it with Master Chief fighting the flood. It's like a 10-minute dope action scene. He ends up unleashing a rocket in a space that he's contained in, and then the whole building collapses on top of him. And then you cut to credits. That's what I... You cut to credits, you do Nick's... Nick's fucking bane of his existence and then you get, you get the next so much bro it's amazing you shoot it horror style going through the library yeah anyways i could talk about halo all day let's get into the nba season preview uh 2022 2023 so i actually <laughs> emphasizing that because i guess when i first typed it for the youtube episode i put review all right eric i'm gonna turn the reins over to you you let us know what we got what we're talking about how we're doing this and we'll keep it pushing all right, so make sure for you the, track the bets, please. Yeah, so for this episode, um, we're gonna do a little NBA preview uh, for the season. Uh, a couple questions I gotta ask you guys about the off season teams, and then we're gonna go into the playoffs. Uh, as far as picks go, um, I do have it pulled up here on DraftKings. We have wins, losses um, to make the playoffs, and then to win the division, and then we'll do a little, a quick like uh, who we think is gonna win the uh, finals and or the East and the West, the finals. Okay. Sound good? Yep, that works. All right, so to start off, we're entering LeBron's 20th year in the league. There's some uh, really good talent out there right now. So the first question I want to start off with is, currently, who is the best player in the NBA? In your guys' opinion. I'm going to go Giannis. I don't think it's close. Oh, well, as a resident NBA expert, I need to take my time <laughs> to think about this question. You got to go with your ho- hometown stud, bro. I got to, man. Two back-to-back MVPs? I mean, it's a fair I mean, argument. It's a fair argument. Jokic has got, I mean, it's got, he's back-to-back MVP. How many people win back-to-back MVPs? Giannis. Okay. <laughs> who's who's won the LeBron, who's won the last Gordon. two back to Okay, yeah. Okay, that's four people. <laughs> the man that's won the last two back-to-back MVPs. I think he's the best player in basketball. Yeah, Steve Nash. Steve Wrong. Nash. Um, oh, can I, can I just say before this, because I think, I think I'm catching the bus on this. Um, I watched the Redeem Team documentary on Netflix. If those viewers or those listeners out there have not seen that documentary, it is a fabulous documentary. It's it's a fantastic documentary. It's it really does well it, it does paint the U.S. team 
like Kobe came in to save them? Because he did. Kobe had never played in the Olympics before that. And it does it does paint the U.S. basketball like U.S. basketball was so downtrodden and would never win again. Oh, well, yeah, it did do that like. a little bit. It did do that. But in that in that bubble, it they were saying that they caught up to us, man. They really were. But yeah, I mean, but they were, they painted the USA. If you look at the 2000, because what was it? 2008 is when we won in China, in Beijing, right? Right. To the 2014 was kind of boo-boo juice. They had Tim Duncan. They had AI. They had Dwayne Wade, LeBron, Carmelo. Tim Duncan. On the 04 squad? Yeah, he was there. U.S. Virgin Islands? No, I just don't remember him. I don't know where he's he from. There. I just I don't remember him being there. He was there. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I was a little young pup back then. Because they, because they talked about, because they, because they talked about the the, two-time champion. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that right around the time you had PTP? Pretty much. (laughs) Maybe like two years early, but whatever. The reason why everyone was so down on the US is that 2022, sorry, 2002, they didn't win. 04, they didn't win. 06, they didn't win. And 06 was part of like, hey, we fixed USA national team. Uh, so we were expecting them to win in 06 and then they lost, you know, so it kind of had that, it really did at that time, but we should all know, like, you know, 97% of the NBA is American. <laughs> I'm just, it's a highly exaggerated number, but all right. Next question. Um, Oh wait, Eric, are you picking? Uh, I mean, I can't pick. I was just going to pick, uh, like Kevin Durant. Why did that feel like such a throwaway pick? It really did. I was going to pick. I just picked uh, Kevin. Also, because, uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with Jokic, Giannis, and B, Durant. I mean, it's it's a toss-up, in my opinion, to be honest. Um, I think it's Giannis, personally. But yeah, all obviously, right. Obviously, that's why I picked him. <laughs> Next question. We'll start with Nick this time. Who will be the best player in the NBA in five years? Oh, I'll take. <laughs> just, I'm just <laughs> Follow the rules, bro. Yo, your arbitrary ass rules. I mean, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll pick probably the betting favorite right now. I think if John Morant can stay healthy, it's, it's going to be John Morant. You said he's the betting favorite. Yeah. Jermaine, who you got? Well, I'll take Luka Doncic then for sure. That's definitely the right pick. That's the betting favorite. I almost picked him. I almost picked him. How old, how old is Luka right now? How old is Luka? Seventeen. Twenty-three. Say <laughs> seventeen. <laughs> 17 would have been his Luka Doncic is only 23 Yeah, he bro. is oh, well fuck me why does it say yeah he's 23 he was born in 1999 Jesus Ooh. Christ <laughs> Did you... at least it's not 2000 and yeah who, you just picked 2000 and with John Moran I know I did yeah but I didn't yeah, know Luka who, was that young so who, who are you Eric Reuters did you just fact check me I just wanted to make sure anyway with I the next question, 23. Uh, and we'll go with Jermaine first on this one. Who will win the MVP this season? Oh, my goodness. This is a, this is a super difficult choice. Da, na, na, da, na, 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 na. I don't know, da, man. Na, 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 That's the billion-dollar question. I'm going to go with somebody who doesn't have a lot of help 
So I guess I'm probably going with the betting favorite. So I'll take Luka Doncic for that. Nick, who you got? Damian Lillard. He's coming back. That's a wild pick. Damian That's Lillard a revenge great tour. Choice because he doesn't have a lot of help either, bro. Damian That's Lillard true. revenge tour. If Damian Lillard balls out this team, <laughs> this could very what a great choice. I love it. Who you got, Eric? Uh, oh, you're taking your guy, right? No, right, you got to. I'm not taking my guy. You got to. He's missed out the last two years, and you've been what's, hyping him up. He should have won MVP. He's your Miles Garrett. He's your is Nick's. Uh, who do you always pick, Nick? God. Uh, what for for MVP? He's my uh, or he's my he's my Jacob Degrom. Jacob Degrom. He's my Mike yard. Trout. He's my he's, Mike Trout. He's Jacob Mike Degrom. Trout, bro. You gotta go with JoJo, right? Well, I might want take Soto. JoJo. I think I think I just have a bunch of people I pick every year because I think they're gonna be too good. I'll roll but, with I'll roll with my guy. Um, yeah, after some convincing. But a but a second pick. Uh, and go Zion Williamson. Oh, that's a great choice. I don't if think he's he, there if, yet. If he could stay healthy, well, he looks good right now. So yeah, yeah. that's that's tight. All right, all right. We're gonna start with Nick. Nick, I don't know if you need me to pull up a list for you, but if you do, let me know. Who will be the best rookie in five years? Uh, so number one was Paolo Banquero. Number two was Chet. Holmgren. Number three was Jabari Smith. Number four was Jaden Ivey. Who did Jaden Ivey go to? The Pistons, right? Detroit, yeah. And then Eric should have the rest of this. I don't want to push my luck. I think I got the four right. Eric, give me, give me the, give me the wrist of uh, uh, past that, past uh, Jaden Ivey and who they went to, please. Getting it pulled up right now. All right. When I was free balling, you weren't pulling that up. I was trying, dude. So we had Paolo Boncaro. Magic. Okay, pass that, pass that. So number three was Jabari Smith. Right. Number four was Keegan Murray to Sacramento. Oh, okay. yeah. That's number right. five was Jaden Ivey to the Pistons. Number six was Mathurin to the Pacers. I believe he's French. Number Mathurin. seven was uh, Sharp to the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, eight was Daniels to the Pelicans. Nine was Soshan to the Spurs. Ten was Jake Davis to the Wizards. Want me to keep going? Man, no. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's there's there's no one to like, right? I mean, there's no one. To I don't. Like. I don't like anyone from that. Like. In five years, like which you're you're saying, which rookie will be the best in five years the from best that of class the, of this class? That's great. yeah. Can I pick a not top ten rookie? Yeah, yeah I mean, you can pick you whoever you a, want. You can pick any rookie as long as they're a rookie. Who did Golden State draft? Oh boy, <laughs> I don't think they had a. Oh, they drafted a. <clears throat> they drafted P. Balvin Jr. Okay, I'm picking him. <laughs> you look at the evolution of Jordan Poole. Over the last three years, before Draymond point. smacked him in the face, that's a good point. That's a. I, I, I mean, like, point. okay, so so what I'm looking for, not knowing basically, like these 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 NBA guys so much, is I want to I want a rookie who came in without expect. I, I don't think any of those top ten rookies are franchise changing rookies. 
right? Any of those top 10 guys you named, I don't think they're franchise changing. Secondly, I don't think any of those... Any of those, any of those top ten franchises, I don't think are going anywhere in the next five years. So I'm going to pick a franchise that I know can develop guys and pick that guy. So that yeah. selection is going to be the Golden State Warriors. That's a, I think that's a good pick. I'm going to go with Chet Holmgren out of OKC. Everyone's going to forget about him after this year, and he's going to, and he's going to, he's going to come back and be something. I honestly think that this might be one of those sleeper best case scenarios to him because he gets to go rehab and all he has to do is work out, put on weight on that frame, make himself stronger, make himself more sturdy. And then when he comes back next year, he's going to be, and did they change the rule? Can Chet still win rookie of the year? I don't think he should be able to. <laughs> right. But it was the rule, Eric. <laughs> we get your personal opinion. It's called, oh, dude, the callback is great. When Ben Simmons was up for rookie right, of the year, right. he was beating that horse, right, bro. Right, 100%. So, like, like, here's my thing, right? If I were to pick anyone, it would be Chet Holmgren. I'm just nervous how people recover from injury. And it's it's really funny that I, I was going to say, if Chet, if Chet Holmgren hadn't been injured this year, I would have unequivocally picked him because he's going to put more muscle on and he's going to be like a new Kevin Durant. He's already got the skills to be, you know, and anytime you can have a mid to outside range shooter with that kind of height, if you put some meat on his bones, like he's just going to be lethal in the NBA. I I agree. I do want to shout out. Eric will take care of the next guy. I want to shout out Paolo Bancaro. That dude gives me hardcore Scotty Pippen vibes. The way he plays point forward and the way he can get his own shot. I that dude has a ceiling that I did not see with him playing at Duke. But uh Pop, go ahead, Eric. Bobby B will not be in the NBA in the next five years. Woo! He Put will not he will not he will not be an NBA in player in his sixth year. Wow. That's I crazy. love it. That's an outlandish, Here's outlandish the thing. sentence. He was losing, what, seven pounds a game in college? Was he? Because of his, because of his condition, his like condition to sweat. He was getting oh, cramps. Yes. He was losing seven pounds a game. NBA game is a lot harder than college, and you travel a lot more. And they, they invest a lot they, more money into they you. They have a I don't think so. team. They have money. They do. Like, I don't think so. You're a forty I, I, million dollar I, I investment. Sorry, sorry, what, more sorry. What I'm, what I'm saying is, I don't think it'll matter. Yeah, I get what you mean by I don't think so. You're you, not saying I don't think they have right, a right. No, team, no, right? that would be dumb. <laughs> that mean for dumb to say that the Orlando Magic does not have as enough money as the Duke basketball <laughs> team. Yes, I understand. I, I just think that like, if you expect like, here's the thing: how do you manage that condition? Do you expect him not to play as much? But what did you just say he was, Eric? He's is a $40 it, million dollar asset. You need him to curable? play. Is it not curable? I don't think so. Dehydration they got, like they that? They got a cure for everything, I'm ah, pretty sure it's curable. Do if they, Magic Eric? doesn't have HIV Six anymore. Six years. Six years. Pablo I, B. I, I love it. I love it. I love the lock. Uh, mine's going to be a two-parter. So I'm going to give you, in five years, I think Keegan Murray from Sacramento is going to be the best player out of this draft. 
Um, even though I, I could easily see it being Chet Holmgren if he does add a little mass to himself. Uh, but I'm going to put a lock in right now. Next year, the 2020, <laughs> the 2023 Rookie of the Year is going to be Victor Wembanyama. Oh, you're not going with Scoot, your boy no. who you've been hyping up Man. to? I've been Hold watching on. this. I've been watching. No, no, this no. I, I, anger. <laughs> I, 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 Scoot's my guy. All right. I hope he gets drafted second and I hope he crushes the league. But I've been watching this Victor Winbanyama dude. And let me tell you something this is a generational talent. This dude is going to win rookie of the year and he will be the best player out of both of these draft classes in the next five years. Way to take a leap on the projected number one overall pick there. <laughs> Don't care, Good dude. Job, Go job, watch Eric. the highlights, dude. <laughs> So here, here's what Eric Eric just did. He has been gassing up Scoot, his boy Henderson. That's his actual nickname in the phone. For it's it's already eighteen months. It feels like, and now he he switches on the fly, and he also took my rookie of the year pick that I told him on draft day as his best rookie of five years. I'm doubly mad right now. Ladies and gentlemen, everything I do is, is originally Jermaine's idea. I just want you to know that. Um, no, the Victor Wembanyama is your idea. That's perfectly fine. Did I or did I not say Keegan Murray would win Rookie of the Year? You may have. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't particularly remember every conversation we've ever had. The non-committal <laughs> answer. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start with uh, – who did I start with last time? Nick. So I'm going to start with Jermaine on this one. You Which go team first. No, I don't want to go first. Which team had the best offseason? Just when it came to picking the rookie, you went first, though. That That is shysty. All right. And I, I've never – whatever. Best Who off had the season? best offseason? Yeah. Ooh, there's a lot of good cases. So let's break it down real quick for Nick. Donovan Mitchell was acquired by the Cleveland Cavaliers to give them arguably a 10-deep squad at two at every spot. Um. Jalen Brunson signed with the Knicks, and the Knicks did not give away everything for Donovan Mitchell. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? <laughs> I just because like there's so many crazy things that happened. DeAndre the Jazz got Rudy Gobert. Yeah, so no, the Timberwolves got. Rudy <laughs> I was Gobert. about to say the Jazz had Rudy Gobert. Oh, I thought I thought I said got rid of. My bad. The Celtics signed Danilo Gallinari for nothing. They also traded for Malcolm Brogdon to address their lack of scoring from the guard position outside of Jalen Brown. Um, but then they lost Ime Udoka to that shenanigans. Like, Danilo Gunn already tore his ACL already. So that team's out. I, I think my pick is going to be Utah. Utah. I'm going Utah. I love the quality of everything they got back for Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. I must not value that pairing. Well, first of all, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know, I don't. <laughs> I was about so, to say. So I, I think Rudy Gobert is terrific. I don't think Rudy Gobert is whatever they just acquired from the Timberwolves, which is insane. But the way they restocked their cupboard and the fact that their squad currently isn't barren, like they have Colin Sexton, they have Laurie Markkinen, they have Mike Connolly, they have Jordan Clarkson. Like, there's some talent still on this team. It's it's very perplexing what they did, but they traded Bogdan Boyan Bogdanovich to the Pistons. Um, 
they traded um was it O'Neal to the Nets? Oh, that's another good pick. The Nets for not losing <laughs> Durant or Kyrie. But all right, I digress. I'll take uh, Utah. Yeah, I mean that that for the for Brooklyn to keep the spotlight on them for most of the offseason and then not lose anybody, really? That's pretty impressive. I listen, I was a big Minnesota stan when it came to the playoffs last year. I am even more of a Minnesota stand this year that they can add a proven veteran player like Rudy Gobert. So that was actually the the pick I was expecting Eric to throw at me when we were down to the third, who will be the next, who will be the top player in five years. I actually expected Eric um, to put, you know, Anthony Edwards. But he's not from this draft class. No, you said who will be the best player in the NBA in five years? Nick took Jaw, took Luca, and then you put Luca. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to amend my statement because I still think it is going to be Luca. But I think I, I think my man Ant is going to be right there with him. Yeah, the I, dude that's is. Who I, thought we were gonna, I thought we were picking three different every time. I mean, you it's because this to, water hasn't had me thinking straight right now. To your. Uh, uh, by the way, for the folks at home, that's not water that Eric has. So, <laughs> it's I know it's water. crazy, bubbly water. I it, it's a great pick, and it, it kind of lends credence to your Chet Holmgren pick, Jermaine Anthony. Anthony Edwards kind of got that, kind of got the year to lay low, kind of got the year to develop his skills without really the spotlight on him, and then came back in year two and and really com- really commanded that team. Is Carl Anthony Towns still on that team? He left, yeah. right? No, oh, he he's is. There. Yeah, him, Jeez. Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns. Man, I feel, I feel, I feel so much better about my about my Minnesota Timberwolves pick now. I would hope you picked it with Carl Anthony Towns. Remember, remember two years ago when Carl Anthony Towns was so sick in Minnesota that he would take anything to get out. Well, he's still a bum. No, right. I'm just kidding. He's not, right, he's not, right, he's but not. he can be, but he can be a bum on this team. Yeah. The problem with Carl Anthony Towns is he should be so much better, but he's not. And it's just like you, like you have you have Chet Holmgren's skill. Well, maybe not that high, but like you have a skill set like that. Why are you not balling, bro? Carl Anthony Towns crosses people up regularly S- from the three point line. S O T. The man is softer than Charmin. He's a baby back bitch. He gets manhandled by mediocre centers in the NBA. He ain't and- shit. And who's your team? Philadelphia. No, dude. Who's you? Who oh, best off season? Oh, best off season. All right. So oh. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I was gonna pick uh, Brooklyn, but I'm gonna stick with the Cleveland Cavaliers because they added a fucking fire, like an offensive fucking juggernaut. I know he takes a high volume score, but. They cleared up cap space, and they got rid of some of that bad situation they were in. They still have all their key pieces. They got Jared Allen. They got who I thought should have been rookie of the year last year, Evan Mobley. Um, you know, Darius Garland, who's a stud. Now they got this dude. It, it's I think I think they had the best offseason, the fact that they brought in somebody that immediately puts them into contender. Um Contender they status. Turned Col- they turned Colin Sexton. <laughs> he were gonna double down. He hesitated though. Uh, they turned Colin Sexton into Donovan Mitchell essentially. So 
Yeah, that's an A-plus in my book. I mean, sure, you gave up more, but Colin Sexton or Donovan Mitchell? Obviously, you'd want one of the two. See, this is what the process should have looked like, but I digress. <laughs> All right, next question. Which team had the worst offseason? Nick, I'll start with you. Oh, or uh, Jermaine, I'll start with you. You're going to start with me? Yeah. Man, there's some candidates out there. I would say Boston, Boston Celtics fall that, into this category. That's your pick? No, 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 no. I, oh. I'm just trying to give context to some of these teams, and then Nick can pick from that afterwards. Phoenix Suns with the shenanigans with DeAndre Ayton. And ownership. Uh, yeah, and ownership, and now they're probably being sold. Good thing you have Chris Paul. He's <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Like, his leadership's on the fence. But net, And then Jay, Crowder, Jay Crowder is being pushed out. Um, not entirely sure why, just because. The Los Angeles Lakers, obviously. <laughs> uh, your two big signings are Dennis Schroeder and, and then trading for Pat Bev. Um Oh, dude, you said L.A. and it made me think of something. I didn't mean to interject. None of us thought of the best offseason, thought about the Clippers. They didn't do anything this offseason. They brought in an all-star point guard who's hungry that's going to come off the bench and give them Who 25 points a game. starting job? He didn't even win the starting job. John that's Wall the only thing the Clippers did, though. That's to John Wall. And they, got, the and, they, and they let Kawhi and Paul George get healthy. <laughs> Do you say they let them get healthy? Yeah. <laughs> like they allowed them to get healthy? Because it fits my narrative. Oh, okay. I'm going with the Dallas Mavericks for who had the worst offseason. Great choice. I love the addition of Christian Wood. Don't get me wrong. But when you let Jalen Brunson walk for nothing and then you don't add anything to help Luka Doncic, I think you're. I think you're in for a rude awakening. Luke is going to do special things, and Dallas will probably be off Jason. But it was wildly disappointing to see what they did. But that's the. This is they're bearing the fruit of the Christoph Porzingis trade right now. So that's what it is. Hopefully, Spencer Dinwiddie uh, fills that Jalen Brunson role. All right, go ahead, Dick. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers, right? You look at what happened last year and you look at the star power on your team. It's very surprising that for all the rhetoric we hear surrounding LeBron being dead and yada, yada, yada. They didn't trade Russell Westbrook. Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis still has injury problems, right? Calf and knee. Yeah, LeBron is another year older and has now what missed the playoffs and got eliminated in the first round his last two years. Yep. And you added, like Jermaine said, Dennis Schrodinger or Dennis Dennis Schroeder Schroeder Schrodinger, yeah Schrodinger's cat Dennis Schroeder right Yeah. Who gives you what a a a, a sixth seventh eighth man off the bench. Which which I'm, does nothing to help your would does nothing to help your big three, which needs I, somebody. Which you look at LeBron's career the whole time; he's needed somebody to distribute the ball around, I, right? I mean, I couldn't agree with you more as far as the pick. Um, the problem is it starts at the top with this organization. They they're not making the right moves. They brought in the wrong people. They're not. 
they're giving players too much power. And and you're absolutely right. They had one of the worst off seasons because they did not bring in anybody that solves a single issue they have. You need you need a like. I, I was almost shocked when they got rid of like Ron, like why Rondo has been like chucked to the side so many times. Rondo the is the perfect LeBron James a, like, like sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I totally agree. They also don't have, you know, if AD goes down, you where's the offense going to come yeah. from? Exactly. But I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, my pick for the worst offseason, and it's because I can't help myself but be biased, but my pick is definitely Philadelphia. Like they took a bunch of old washed up players. Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey is just obsessed with the players that he likes. No, no, no. This has nothing to do with my, you know, I'm not being biased. Look at what he did. Right. He didn't bring in any like legitimate shooting, any youth. He didn't inject us with anything. He doesn't have, there's no backup for Joel Embiid. If he goes down, we have Montrez Harrell, who's a walking five, five and five. You know, we got P.J. Tucker, who's lost a step. We got Daniel House, who... Ugh. It's basically the 2017 Rockets aged five years with Joel Embiid. It's a goddamn pathetic offseason, and I think Daryl Morey should be burned at stake. But hey, I don't run the organization, so whatever. It is what it is. Uh, but Nick said something about LeBron James being knocked out of the playoffs and and not making the playoffs the last two years. And me and Jermaine had this very candid conversation on the couch a couple months back. We've come to the realization that LeBron James, two of his four championships have come on shortened seasons. See the Los Angeles Dodgers of the uh, NBA? He's a bum. He's a bum. He's a bum that doesn't deserve to be in the conversation with Michael Jordan. Is he in the conversation for one of the greatest players of all time? Statistically speaking, yes. But he's not a winner. He doesn't have heart. He quits on his team, and the only reason he's the, the only reason he has championships because he's relied on other people around him or shortened seasons. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, that was okay. a, a prophetic realization on the couch there. Um, yeah, uh, LeBron James is the perfect, um, I guess, embodiment of our generation. Right, the box score reading. The not knowing basketball, but everyone has an opinion, right? Like, if you go play and stuff, like, no one's saying LeBron James is, is bad, but, like, you know, there are empty stats. <laughs> and empty stats are a very real thing. Kevin Love used to put up empty stats, right? Kevin Love in, in Minnesota put up empty stats. Chris Boss in, in Toronto put up empty stats. Like, AI in Philly. AI in Philly. Well, he took Carmelo to in New York. Carmelo in in Denver. Yeah, well, AI took you to a finals, so let's not include AI on this list. But I mean, look like Ray Allen for his career before Boston. Michael Red. You don't remember how good Michael Red was? Michael Red was on in the Redeem Team. In the Redeem Team, yeah. He was yeah, there. He was a member of the team. Yeah. That's how good Michael Red was, but no one remembers that because it's because of where he played. You know what I mean? Like empty stats are a very real thing. So uh, that's all I have to say about LeBron. What's the next question, Eric? Uh, so we're going to move into, because uh, we do have a couple bets to get to. So um, just real quick, who wins the Eastern Conference Finals? Give me who your Eastern Conference Finals winner is, who your Western Conference Finals winner is, and who your eventual NBA champion is. We'll start with Nicolas. Oh man, 
Eastern Conference Finals. Boston has to love the confidence that they gained after last year, right? And kind of having the mini, the mini big three back in Boston. Milwaukee's good. You can't count the Nets out. Although there's going to be some dumbass drama <laughs> with Brooklyn. I'm going to double down. I'm going to say the Chicago Bulls win the Eastern Conference. Hold on. Before you cement that in stone, Lonzo Ball might potentially miss the entire season. That's a good point. I mean, you could you could ride it. I ain't gonna be upset, but you know what? Yeah, that's a good point. I'll, I'll take Boston <laughs> to win the Eastern Conference. And who do you got in the West? To advance out of the Western Conference. He, he didn't know this part was coming. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like I. I haven't put a lot. I see the problem is I listen to you guys enough that I know enough basketball, but I haven't like put forward. I haven't put thought to this. I'm going to say this is the year that Dallas makes it out of the Western conference. And your winner for the finals. So you have a Boston Dallas matchup. Who's going to be your winner? Give me Boston. Boston. Jermaine Pants, you're muted. Yo, even after I just trashed Dallas's offseason, you doubled down and took him for that? Hundy P. And Boston, Tadillo Gallinari tore his ACL. They lost their head coach who took him to the finals in his first year. They're hanging, <laughs> they're, they're, they're hanging his jersey in the locker room. Yo, you put the all question mark squad up there, bro. Like you, you put the most question mark finals. I think that's perfect. I love it. So I'm next. Uh, my early preseason pick was the Los Angeles Clippers. They haven't done anything to be off that list. Um, man, I just can't help but think that in the back of my head, the Phoenix Suns are going to trade for Kevin Durant at the trade deadline. Oh, man. I, ju- I just can't get that thought out of my head. I don't know why. I don't know where I read this or, like, what, what happened with this. But it's It came it's, to you in a dream. It's burned in the back of my head. And I'm like, yo, the craziest thing that could happen this year is Durant to the Suns. Because it, it marries a newly formed hated team, right, in the NBA s- sphere. Like, people do not like the Phoenix Suns. And whenever you don't like the Suns it's or a team, it's based off their fans. So nobody likes the Suns, and then nobody likes Kevin Durant. And then you put them together while a team is being sold. Uh, that has some very Los Angeles Clippers energy. Uh, I wish the Clippers would have won the championship that year. That would have just uh, – Donald Sterling sells, and they win the championship. That would have been great, but it didn't happen. I'll stick with the Clippers. I'm going to go with that. And I'm going to take the Cleveland Cavaliers to come out of the Eastern Conference. Who's okay. your winner? Who's my winner? Yeah. Oh, that's the best part. This is like the all like, damn, they finally got one team. Um, I still think 
I still think the Clippers don't get it done. Wow. Wow. And lose to Cleveland, huh? Do you know how happy I would be if Cleveland wins the championship? Like, not because I'm a fan of them, but just to see them rebound from the the, the destruction that LeBron left behind when he left would be amazing. Would be amazing. To Dan Gilbert. While LeBron's still in the league would be amazing, bro. Perfection. I can't wait to see it. I hope that comes true. Uh, with my Eastern Conference team, I'm going to take uh, hoping there's no trade to the Suns in the middle of the season. I'm going to take Brooklyn. And I'm going to take them versus. Do not say Golden State. <laughs> Golden State Warriors. Bro, who are you? I'm a man who knows who who watches basketball and understands how good that goddamn team is and how deep they are. And they have amazing coaching. Somebody, I mean, you can pick the Nuggets, maybe. You could pick who who else you got? The Clippers? Yeah, the Clippers, maybe. But I'm sticking with Brooklyn Golden State. And my winner is gonna be Brooklyn. Okay. They finally do it. As much as I would hate to see that happen, because I hope Ben Simmons gets a venereal disease that kills him, it is what it is. All right. So we've gotten through the questions that we had prepared. Um, and uh, I'm going to pull up the DraftKings here. Do you guys want to go through all 30 teams in the NBA for over-unders, or do you want to just pick division winners? Division uh, winners. We usually go over all of them, but division winners is the obvious choice here. All right, so let's go futures division winners. All right, so we're going to start with uh, – I'm going to go in order of here of what, uh, of what DraftKings says. We have the NBA Atlantic division, which is Boston at plus 135, Brooklyn at plus 185, Philly at plus 300, Toronto at plus 1,300, and New York Knicks at plus 6,000. I mean, Philly's on pace to not win a game this year, so – yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> Bum. Oh my goodness. We're a stats based podcast, Eric. What do you want? Who's taking a pick? Is anybody picking a division winner? Uh, I'm taking Boston. Okay, you're taking Boston. I am taking I'm gonna take Toronto. Give me Toronto. Toronto? Yeah. Toronto is a sleeper team, bro. They have three forwards slash guards. Uh, let me ask you. Eric, tell me what position OG Ananubi plays. Small forward, shooting guard, <laughs> power forward. Right, Eric, Eric let, me, let me ask you. What position does Pascal Siakam play? Small forward, <laughs> power forward, shooting guard, center. All right. Let- Last one, last one, and then you'll get the point. What position does Scotty Barnes play? Small forward, power forward, shooting guard. And point guard. He played point guard primarily in college. And so point if, guard. If if Nick Nurse gets froggy and starts playing a Scotty Barnes point guard lineup with those other forwards, the 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 defense you can play as a rotation heavy scheme is unreal. I love what Toronto kind of pieced together up there, like out of nowhere. So that's I'm going with Toronto. All right, 
plus the value. Uh, so you have Toronto at plus 1,300. Nick has Boston at plus 135, and I'm taking Brooklyn at plus 185. We're going to move into the Pacific Division, which is the Clippers at plus 180, Warriors at plus 195, Suns at plus 225, Los Lakers at plus 800, and the Sacramento Kings at plus 40,000. Nick, who you guys? I think I blanked on the odds. But <laughs> what's the where is the Suns odds? Suns are plus two twenty five. I'll take the Suns because I love a midseason move for Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, I you love do. <laughs> I love that storyline. I'll take I'll take the Suns plus two thirty five. First, remain who you got. You know how oh, epic KD trade would be. Sorry, Eric. Uh, how crazy a KD trade would be. Like it would tank Eric's Brooklyn win for the division. Obviously, it, it would tank his his Brooklyn win in the Eastern Conference or in the finals, wins the East, and then it would pr- propel your Phoenix pick. I'm gonna take um, the Clippers, obviously. I'm betting against Golden State this year, Eric. If that if that if you haven't picked that up, I'm betting against Golden State. They had an infinite amount of fortune last year to get that title. I they lost a lot of key contributors on that team, and I'm concerned if Frank Kaminga and Moses Moody can jump in and fulfill those spots. So I'm picking against Golden State, and I'll let them prove me wrong. I'd I'd rather do something exciting, go for some value, than just pick chalk. And let me remind you, Golden State hasn't been good for the last few years, except for winning unexpectedly last year. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the Golden State Warriors at plus 185. Uh, we're going to move into the Southwest Division. Memphis. Like say, smart bet, Eric. Plus 105. Dallas, plus 140. New Orleans, plus 400. The Spurs, plus 50,000. And the Rockets, <laughs> plus 75,000. Jeez. Nicholas, who do you got? Man, that Spurs bet looks juicy. <laughs> they might uh, be Dallas. Team. You got Dallas? Yeah. So let me let me make sure I'm not wrong here. This is Denver, Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, and Memphis. No, there's no Denver. It's Memphis, Dallas, New Orleans, San Antonio, and Houston. Memphis, Dallas, San Antonio, Houston. Um, so Denver is in the Lakers division. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. They're not. They're in the Trailblazers, Thunder, Timberwolves, Jazz division. Oh, we just haven't got to that. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm the, the water that Eric and I are drinking is kicking in. Um, bro, give me the dark horse Pelicans and tell me you agree with me, Eric. I put that in the. I already put my pick in. It's the New Orleans Pelicans at plus four hundred. That's oh big well, we money. can agree. We don't have to disagree, which is why I should have taken Keegan Murray instead of getting mad. We can agree on this podcast. I don't know why I was thinking we had to. I don't understand why your heart is so full of hate, dude. Anyway, well, it's because you chat my ass. Ah, uh, yeah. They <laughs> uh, see the as, pop culture pick. Yeah, as, as we saw in the pop culture. All right, so we're gonna move to the Central Division. Um. We have the Milwaukee Bucks at minus 240, the Cleveland Cavaliers at plus 245, the Chicago Bulls at plus 850, Detroit Pistons at 20 plus 20,000, and the Indiana Pacers at plus 30,000. Nicholas, who do you got? I mean, I would say Bucks, but since I'm a betting man, I'll take the Bulls plus 850. 
Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's an obvious choice. Eric, who you got in this division? Uh, so I'm actually going to take the Cleveland Cavaliers. They feel like a they feel like a regular season team that's going to win a bunch of games because of their defense, and but they don't have that playoff experience yet. So I'm going to take them to win the division. Donovan Mitchell is the fifth highest scorer in NBA playoff history on averages. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Love, two-time NBA champion. Rick Rubio, backup point guard. Karis LeVert made that playoff run with the Brooklyn Nets. Jared Allen was also on that team. I just wanted to state why I'm going with Cleveland <laughs> to win this division and make the NBA Finals. And, and we're also at that stage in, in Giannis's career. We've seen it with other players that, like, we're, you know, you kind of just not coast through the season, but that sense of urgency to be the number one seed isn't necessarily there, in my opinion. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. Last year, we can't really we can't really say it. Giannis is 27 now, much like Nikola Jokic. Um, man, we'll see. But Giannis has that that I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I want someone to have that Kobe Bryant <laughs> that Kobe Bryant itch. Warrior spirit's gonna have it. Yeah, but I think Giannis is the closest we got to it. So, and you hear about him talk about people who pay their hard money to come see him play obviously coming from you know the circumstances that he came from in greece um not having food not even having shoes sometimes like i think he understands that so i expect full throttle Giannis in the in the regular season personally all right i like it i like it uh i mean they are one of three teams that are uh minus money so we're gonna move into the Southeast division, we have Miami at minus 165, Atlanta at plus 160, Charlotte plus 1600, Washington Wizards plus 2000, Orlando Magic plus 20,000. Nicholas, who do you got? Uh, Atlanta has one of their come out of nowhere years. They win this division. Love it. Jermaine, who you got? As the Pokemon would say, ditto. Yeah, I'm taking Atlanta to win this division as well. Doug Trio? <laughs> Doug Trio. Um, I just want to point out that um, I've been a huge fan of, of of my man, DeJounte Murray, for like the last five years. I think him being traded to this team is going to push them over the edge, but we'll see. Uh, we're going to move into the Northwest division. This is our final division. We have big the fan, Denver. Big fan is selling yourself short, Eric. <laughs> we have the Denver Nuggets at minus 140. The Minnesota Timberwolves at plus 140. The Portland Trailblazers at plus 800. The Jazz at plus 20,000. And the Oklahoma City Thunder at plus 25,000. Nicholas, who you got? Uh, I'll go Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I, I just don't think there's a, a team in that division that can get them. I was expecting Nick to take the Trailblazers with his Dame Lillard MVP scenario here. Oh, not interested. All right. <laughs> we'll keep it pushing, Eric. <laughs> um, so that wraps up the division winners. Let me scroll back up here and see. Um, do you guys want to do conference winner? I mean, we already kind of touched that in our in our in our pre mm -hmm. in our mm -hmm. questions. We already talked about who's gonna win the championship. So 
The only thing we could we could possibly talk about is awards. If you guys want to run through that real quick, Ooh. Didn't we already we haven't. We, we, we didn't do the awards. I do want to. Who who do you guys have for defensive player of the year this year? Rudy Gobert. You're gonna take. You're gonna take Rudy. Yeah. So. I'm, do you want me to give you the odds of how it looks, or do you want to just yeah. pick one? All right, so <laughs> yeah. the favorite is Rudy Gobert at plus 425. Bam Adebayo at plus 650. Giannis at plus 1,000. Evan Mobley at plus 1,100. Robert Williams at plus 1,100. Mikael Bridges at plus 1,500. Draymond Green at plus 1,500. And then Joel Embiid at plus 1,800. The reigning MVP – or I'm sorry, the reigning defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, is plus 1,800. And Anthony Davis rounds out the top ten at plus two thousand. Um, did you say Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons is uh, surprisingly. Oh, he's after Anthony Davis at plus two thousand. All right, that's my bet. Ben Simmons plus two thousand. Probably should let you guys go first, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I think I, I mean, I think I went first, didn't I? Saying Rudy. Oh yeah, I guess you did. Just instantly rip off Rudy. You right. took the favorite at plus four thirty-five. Was it four thirty-five or did I hear that? Four twenty-five. 425. Yeah, four twenty-five. I'll take that. <laughs> Honestly, is he only the favorite because he's won multiple Defensive Player of the Years? Well, he's one of the favorites because he's an outstanding defensive player, bro. There is not one player on the Utah Jazz that played defense besides kind of Royce O'Neal. <laughs> and somehow everyone's got it twisted that when the playoffs come, that Rudy Gobert is a liability. No, Rudy Gobert is a liability because he has to go out there and defend the people your guards won't defend. Right. I think that won't happen in, in Minnesota. I think Minnesota will have much more buy-in because they've been playing without Rudy Gobert for, for the last few years. And I think it's many counts, I guess, yeah. I, I think it's easy to get used to the fact that Rudy Gobert will erase your mistakes. Right? Now imagine a team fighting tooth and nail and just to get there. Now they have Rudy and if they keep that same fight, I, I don't know, man. This Minnesota Timberwolves is going to be an interesting uh, experiment <laughs> for this next NBA season. It is my most fascinating team going into it, and I'm super excited. I'm so excited I get to stop pretending that I still love football as much as I did as a kid. Like – it's bas basketball is so much better than football, bro. The I, fact that there's more active game time in a baseball game than there is a football game, and people try to hype football up as this great thing, as blows my mind. I think it's really funny that this year the podcast is kind of is is kind of uh like like a river kind of going around a rock, right? The rock is football, and we're kind of just like. We don't need football this year, right? You with the Saints, me with the Panthers. Like I this year, my New Year's resolution is to focus on hockey. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I want to watch as much hockey as I can get my hands on. I and I don't even think it's necessarily that 
my team is not good. I didn't expect very much. I was trying to hype the Jameis Winston MVP case because I thought maybe he would start hot. But um, what really throws me off about the whole football thing is that I can't tell you what a catch is. Like, I can't tell you what a catch is. I don't know what a roughing the passer call is. I don't know what penalties are anymore. Like, like, I just, like, the game is, they've taken the fun away. We have so much more exciting athletes than, than before. And they've kind of taken the fun away. Offensive line play has been the worst I've seen since I've watched football, which is directly affecting, you know, uh, quarterback play. Um, I don't know, man. Football seems in, in one of those precarious points where they need something to push them back the right way. I feel like they tilted off axis and they need to get settled uh, in that process. But, Eric, do we have anything else to cover before we close this out? Um, I mean, we can touch, like, rookie of the year or six-man or coach of the year. It's up to you guys, but... Let's do let's do Nothing rookie else. of the year, six-man we could skip, and head coach we could do, and then we'll close it up. All right, so for rookie of the year... Uh, we have Paulo Boncaro at plus 180. Keegan Murray at plus 550. Big money. Uh, Benedict Mathurin at plus 550. Jabari Smith at plus 800. Jaden Ivey at plus 850. Dyson Daniels at plus 2500. And then after here, it kind of just a who's who of nobody gives a fuck. So. <laughs> All right, I'll take Benedict Ma- Benedict Matherin, and I don't know. This rookie race doesn't feel as exciting as the ones previous. I think I need to start seeing them play before I get into it. I agree. I'm going to take the proven European player for rookie of the year. Those are both taking Matherin. <laughs> Nick, you're taking Matherin as well. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, I was like proven European player. I was sitting here trying to figure that out. <laughs> No, I think that's a great choice. We saw what Luca did. Um, and so I'm just kind of betting on that trend. Hopefully there's value right. in it. Right. I, I, I would say I would say if, if you're not allowing me to pick him, I, I don't know why I think this, but I think Jay Nivey might be the most polished NBA player in this rookie class. Plus eight fifty, that's good money. Dude dude uh dude's gonna get into the starting lineup pretty quick. He's gonna get in the starting lineup and like he's gonna get minutes. So he don't even have to start and still get thirty minutes. Like that's right. how, like that's what can happen. Like, well, like, like, am, am I am I reasonable? My claim that thinking Jay Nivey is a, is is probably one of the most polished and 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 minutes ready players. Whenever you have to think about this, it's like who's taking shots away from him, right? On that team, maybe Cade Cunningham, and Cade Cunningham seems pass first. So like, and maybe not even Cade. <laughs> like so. Right. No, I think it's a great choice. I think anytime you bet on a rookie in Detroit who's going to play a ton, (laughs) it's probably always a good choice. So let's just go ahead and end it there. We'll uh, stop here and we'll we'll, uh, end the episode. No more awards. If we want to post more awards on the socials, we can. But we've been going for a pretty good chunk of time. Do you guys have anything else for the listeners? No. No. All right. Follow us at... Follow us on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colo Mendez. This has been my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EPE. 
We'll see you next time when you come on down.